Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Staying cozy? No, I'm not. It's, well, I guess I have no choice but to be staying cozy. There's a peacetime emergency in my state right now because of the amount of snow that's just constantly coming down. I feel like we should also have that emergency because I'm sure we don't have as much snow. People just, their guys don't have enough plows and people are like, don't know what to do. Yeah, like there's literally, so Portland got um, like 10 inches of snow and that's like the second most in recorded history of snow anyone's ever got or we've gotten here. And yeah, we have literally three plows for like this whole like region and the highways are like shut down. Like there's abandoned cars in the streets. It's uh, it's wild. Not that I don't. Like, it always sucks for states that aren't prepared, but also it's freaky for uh, Minnesota that is, like, very prepared to be like, all right, guys, uh, hi, I'm the governor, Uh, uh, hey, National Guard, can you come here? Need some help, because snow. (laughs) Like, we know we've done this. Um, Like, this is kind of our thing, right? Yeah. Also, speaking, it's not related to snow. Hi, honey. I, I haven't put it anywhere yet on social media, so I'll probably post it maybe before next Wednesday or I'll just make you guys wait. But we have named the girl. Uh, the girl is named. Yeah. Her name is Mino, which is short for Ella Mino P. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Which is a book, by the way, that I like really much. She is a darling to me, but her and KK, it's kind of funny. She he is super he like wants to be her friend he's like oh my god love that and she's like i'm gonna be the alpha i think i'm gonna be the boss and he's like no i'm twice your size and so she keeps like growling at him and (laughs) we're but like without her ears being pinned and without puffing up so it's very like (laughs) it's like she's show she's showing it up she's like we don't know if it's She's like, I'm really tough. Yeah. And it's so, it's like so funny because uh, KK, like the other day, <laughs> he like, like stretched himself out to his full height and was just like, actually, I'm tough. And then bapped her and then walked away super slowly to show that he was actually very, actually super nervous still. <laughs> oh, but he's, he's gotten very uh, bold around her and he, really wants to like her and really wants to love her it's more so her which we're cat and i are surprised because we thought we were really worried about you know kk like you know has he been accepting someone new right accepting someone new and and from everything that we've researched it tends to be the cat who's already established that's like get this thing out of here but (laughs) instead it's uh kk's like like today he was like singing outside my door being like let her out like, um, uh, what is, what is I that? I feel you. You know, the Joanna song. That's, Anyways. yes, that's what I was about to say. I was like, yeah. what's the song from, uh, uh, the, the Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd. Like, yeah. So she's, so she's just come into the house and announced, I am here. Yeah. Deal with it? No, it's more so like she sees him and is like, I'm tough. I'm tough. Well, and, like, yeah, exactly. Like, hmm, Like I'm she here. has a lollipop instead of a cigarette. She's like, yeah, I'm the <laughs> boss. But she's like she's five foot two and she's trying to fight the quarterback who is seven foot you know what uh this reminds me of hmm. she she seems like a little squirrel flight yeah 
like a little she's, apprentice she's squirrel flight me down right now. I don't know why. She knows I'm right. <laughs> well, and this is she's uh, got another fire. Thing, another uh, <sighs> another thing that's just uh, I don't get very restful sleep anymore. I think you've seen the video, but uh, Minnow discovered my <laughs> um, I have a weighted blanket I sleep with. It's not a super heavy one, but it's one. It's like full of sand beads, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. My girlfriend has one. Yeah, and Hobbit, like Hobbit, was kind of freaked out by it, so I've always made sure I had another blanket over it. Um, yeah, because he didn't like the noise it made. Minnow loves it, obsessed with it. If she hears it, sees if she sees it, it's not covered by my other blanket. Um, she just beats the crap out of it, and but she knows it's under my other blanket. So I, and when I'm in bed. And if I move even slightly and she hears the sand shifting, she aggressively tucks me in and like is just beating <laughs> on my body with her two front paws. Like, like you know the scene from The Grinch where he's going, uh, uh, uh. that's her, yeah. but to my body with her tiny little paws and all six pounds of her. Aw, so sweet. Yeah, so I'm being violently tucked in every night and also every morning she wakes me up by just beating the absolute crap. Not out of like my face. Well, she's also super into eyelashes. Uh, mm? Yeah, like she wants to eat them. And I have to be like, oh, Oh. no, no, like no kisses on my eye. You've bitten my eye. (laughs) And I have to like pick her up and put her away from me because I'm like, no, I don't want you to groom my eyelashes. Thank you. They are. They are fine as they are. Yeah, but she's like, let me just get it. She's like, but you're so naked. Mm. Where else am I supposed to groom? Like my hair. And she's like, ugh. I'll do the eyebrows. <laughs> Which I'm like, that's fine. It's still pretty close to my eye. Anyway. Um, well, I think this is the most snow Vinny's ever seen. Good for him. Uh, so he's been having a blast. Um, is he eating I'm not it? Sure. Oh, yeah. Boomer oh, yeah. Loves he's gobbling Boomer, Our old ancient dog who is just going to like walk into the woods and die one day will go outside just to eat snow. Oh yeah, my my old dog Harrow would do that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure like how into like snow he is, but snowballs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what like, does he do? Oh well, he wants to chase them. Oh, well, um. So course. you know, you make a snowball and you throw it, and then he tries really, really hard to find it. <laughs> he's like he's like one of those he's like one of those little foxes like jumping into the snow like to get their prey. It's That's insanely so- adorable. I brought one in last night, um, and he just kind of, he just, he just horked it down <laughs> like a monster. It was some really weird mouth noises coming from that dog. Um, yeah, I, but um, he had a great time. What are you reading? Um, oh gosh, I've been on a podcast kick, but I did start um, nine, uh, The Nine Liars by Maureen Johnson, which is another standalone novel from her Truly Devious series. So it's like a, it's like a, it's a mystery. How about you? Still, still Jinji Ito. Um, yeah. One of his newer works, I think, it's hard to tell when things were originally published if they don't like list it in the book. Um. And sorry, I'm sighing because uh, if you guys are familiar with this one, um, it's an older teen, you know, 16 plus. Uh, but this one is called Censor, 
S-E-N-S-O-R. And it's a bunch of short, short stories, but they're all connected. Um, oh. And unfortunately, I should have known by the cover. It's, it's another one that has a lot to do with hair. <laughs> and I don't, like, I don't think I had a thing about hair. And then Jinjito's like, you do. And I'm like, oh, no, I do. <laughs> and it's like, there apparently there's this thing, and I don't live near volcanoes, but apparently sometimes volcanoes make, like, strings of glass or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some, something. Uh, volcanic hair, it's called. Um, Interesting. And... This woman's on a walk by a, a mountain. She's kind of like, I don't really know why I'm here. I just feel drawn to here. And she sees a bunch of this, uh, what she thinks is volcanic hair. But she's like, hmm, this is weird. And then goes to a village where they're like, oh, no, that's that's like that's like angel hair. It's the heavenly hair from our goddess. And it's like stuck to them and everything's buried in it. And Yikes. I'm, so I'm a little bit, I'm, I've only gotten through the first story because I'm like struggling a bit with the hair thing. I'm like, it's going to be in all of it. And ugh. Oh, you know what I scored from work the other day? Mm, what? Black sad. Just a, <gasps> just a big trade paperback of black sad. Just the complete collection. That's so beautiful. Mm. I have a beautiful moment that we probably should have started the podcast with. Oh? Folks. <laughs> this is so dumb. We literally oh, talked oops. about this right before we recorded, and I didn't, like, do this. I don't know what moment I was waiting for. Um, uh, I know this is a long intro, but... You are going to see in our description a link to a Google form. Um, and that is to submit questions for our 200th episode. We're going to do another special episode. We're going to do, you know, our, our usual kind of thing. But we're also going to do some uh, FAQs and, uh, you know, or maybe not FAQs, but we're going to do question and answers. Ask us anything. AMA. Yeah, AMA. What do yeah. people call it? Yeah. Um and but rather than folks sending it in like through like social media and through emails because that's really hard for us to track, uh, we're gonna set up this Google form. And if you want your question to be answered, you gotta submit it through this Google form link, please. Um, yes. If we receive it on social media, if you receive it um, in email, cannot guarantee it will get into the episode. And even if you do fill out the Google link, can't guarantee it'll get into the episode because uh, we have no idea how many of these people will get. Um, also, this is going to be uh, a limited uh, time. It's only going to be open until the 15th, um, because our 200th episode is going to be coming out at the end of this month on the 29th. And so we need some time to organize through all the questions and make sure that, you know, we're not just answering duplicates. <laughs> and it's actually, a, yeah, yeah. you know, an organized thing, unlike this announcement. So <laughs> we will be sure to remind folks we'll have it in uh, the link in the next episode as well. Um, but just so folks know, if you have a question, make sure to use the link and submit them right away. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> We're spying. There's oh, yeah. no room We're for nerves. Tree, which is a pretty we good 
good spy place when you're brown color. Like, I'm glad that yeah. he is, is he tabby or is he? He is tabby. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like a, he's a brown If he tabby. was any, if he was, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fall, but we don't, I don't know what kind of tree this is. So maybe Squirrel Flight could have gotten away with this if it was like a, <laughs> a maple. I mean, I think, and I think it's uh, more towards summer. Oh, I, um, I think, I think it's because someone was talking about leaf bear. Yeah, yeah, we had leaf bear and now we're out of it. And now the two legs are here because it's swimming time. Do you think that they're, do you think it's a nude beach? Those are more common in Europe. No, I, there's barely a beach, I think. I just like gotta that, be a beach. Um, the errands are just kind of letting this lake river situation like fluctuate sizes, uh, like as they see fit. They're like, yeah, multiple boats could be here. There's a beach. There's people camping. Like what? I didn't think there was that much <laughs> land, but apparently there is. Apparently, apparently it's a big lake. I'm gonna look at the map again. Well, let me pull it up so we're Maybe. looking at the same map. If we're looking at the size of those houses comparatively, that's not a big lake. That's not a multiple boat lake. That's maybe two boats. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's... And this is coming from Minnesota, where we'll name anything a lake. <laughs> like... I mean, wait, which one are you looking at? Are you looking at the new... Uh, what... What shape are the icons? The Round or square? Sent, the one you sent to me. Oh, jeez. They're cat-shaped icons. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says cat that's... view and there's the island. Yeah. Yeah. I. It looks like, yeah, you could have like a couple small boats. Okay, let's use the horse. We can fit. That horse actually looks huge compared to that barn. Oh, yeah. That looks like a really big horse. That is a really big horse. I guess I'm kind of looking at the um, the dock by ThunderClan and ShadowClan. Oh, God. And that the, dock is the boat ramp. <laughs> well, look at, oh, Half Bridge. Broken Half Bridge. When has that ever been mentioned? Not yet, apparently. Not okay, yet. let's just not. Okay, we actually have to get to the Anyways. book and just stare at this map <laughs> and be confused by the size of this lake. Anyways, we're in a tree. And we're watching uh, another hate crime happening to, for some reason, this is the second time that this has happened specifically um, to our BFF. Storm yeah. fur. No? Storm fur. Okay, storm fur. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, in, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's gotta have some awful callbacks Why to, you know. here? Just go to so, ThunderClan. Like, I, for real, I, I don't, I, I know, like, we talked about his pride and, like, how his sister was like, no, and he was like, I need to be loyal. But it's like, do you? Because loyalty, I feel, is a two-way street. Like, if you're loyal yeah. to someone who's constantly cheating on you or trying to kill you, um, you don't have, <laughs> you shouldn't be. Yeah, and it is sounding from where Brambleclaw is up in a tree that the River Clan cats are agreeing with Hawkfrost. Yeah, murmurs of agreement. Yep. 
So Black Claw says they should send Brooke back where she came from. Wait, why Storm is for, Brooke? <laughs> well, Storm for whips around to face him. If Brooke goes, he goes. Isn't that his uncle dad? Um, I guess... Uh, Wait, no, Missy no. was not their parent. It would have been by marriage, but I'd like to think Misty Foot is definitely, this is. It is not a love relationship. This was a convenient. Yeah. She wanted a kid and she didn't want a man. <laughs> Stormfur unsheaths his claws, but Misty Foot stops him. Stormfur, no, Misty Foot says, stepping in between them. I don't like him, but that, I get to do that. <laughs> and she unsheaths her claws. Well, there's regret in her eyes as she speaks. And she tells Stormford to think carefully. How long do they actually plan to stay here? They're glad to see him again. But maybe it's time they went back to their tribe. Yeah, I would also like clarification on that. Because I thought you were just visiting and then you're like, no, we're staying. And then we heard from other people that you guys were visiting. Well, for Mistyfoot. And now it seems that Missy Foot, can you clarify? <laughs> Once again, kind of rude that you're just like, hey guys, I'm here for an indefinite amount of time with my girlfriend, and I don't, we don't need to be xenophobic towards her. No. But also, like, hey man, maybe you should have, like, why is she getting training? Like, it seems like, okay, yeah. Explain. A cat in the crowd agrees. Get rid of her. Stormfur can stay, but what use is she? Which is God. rude. Lep okay, here's the thing. Y'all aren't winners. Well, Blackclaw says that she can't even fight. Stormfur says that Brooke was a prey hunter. She never had to fight before she came here. Well, then Brooke says she's doing her best to learn. And Stormfur promises her that she'll fight just as well as any cat soon. If she gets the chance, Black Claw adds. Can't Stormfur see that the clan doesn't want her here? Okay. Yeah, I remember when the clan didn't want me here either. Yeah, I guess. I, no, and I'm not going to stay. Whoever said that in the random back. Another cat asks about Mothwing's dream. There are two things that don't belong in River Clan. Hawk Frost yeah. looks for Mothwing. Hawk Frost? She's staying. <laughs> and Mothwing! Sorry, girl. Hawk Frost and Black Claw. Leave. Oh, yeah. That's a better answer. Well, Mothwing stands and drags her paws as she walks up to him. He demands to know if Starclan sent her a clearer sign. Mothwing bows her head. Well? Leopard Star asks. Yeah, I had this dream. And. Leopard Star, let me see. Let me see if this rings a bell. A big bossy brown tabby keeps telling me how to run my clan, and it's going to doom us all. It's already happened once. Are you gonna let this happen again, Leopard Star? Are you? Are you? I'd be embarrassed if I let someone's uh dead someone's dead dad and then live son take control of my clan. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed for you, Leopard Star. 
Yeah, like, and like, you don't want to necessarily draw parallels when Hawk Frost never met his father, so they would all assume. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but he, he he's being really aggressive lately with the gathering and now this, and so you'd think, let's not let history repeat itself, Leopard Star. You think? Mothwing meets Hawk Frost's gaze and says no. Star Clan has told her nothing. She said they shouldn't be so quick to jump to conclusions. It may not have meant anything. Sometimes a dream is just a dream. Yowls of protest rise from the clan. Hawkfrost snarls at his sister and asks if she's forgotten about what he said at the gathering. No, but Mothwing starts. She's interrupted by Leopard Star. Leopard Star says she's their medicine cat. She needs to tell them what to do. And Mothwing apologizes. Blackclaw snarls that the dream seems clear enough to him. Nothing will be right until they get rid of Stormfur and Brook. Murmurs of agreement fill the clearing. Leopard Star glances at Mistyfoot and says something quietly. Hawkfrost pads over to stand nose to nose with Stormfur. Stormfur obviously doesn't respect the warrior code. Either of them, Hawkfrost says. Go back to the tribe where they belong. Stormfur lets out a yowl of pure fury. Bite him. He knocks Hawkfrost off his paws and pummels at his belly. Yes! Someone's finally beating this kid up. You know what? They don't say we can't fight. We answer all our we we answer all our questions with fighting. Just like let this happen. I'm so glad that someone's finally just beat. I swear to God, Brambleclaw, you stay in that tree. I swear to God, if you get out of that tree, I will make sure that gravity does its job and destroys you. Hawkfrost sinks his claws into Stormfur's shoulder and tries to bite at his throat. No, Brooke screeches. Stormfur, stop! Brambleclaw has to physically stop himself from leaping to Stormfur's aid. He would go. He would go help Stormfur. Okay. But Stormfur is holding his own just fine. Yeah, of course he is. Hawkfrost is flailing under him. (laughs) And Brambleclaw narrows his eyes. Hawkfrost can fight better than this. Oh, boo! Their training with Tigerstar made them, quote, the strongest and most skillful fighters in the forest. But instead of fighting, Hawkfrost is dodging Stormfur, and his blows are feeble and poorly aimed. Brambleclaw knows exactly what he's doing. He's swinging a miss. So that it can make it, it can make him. These people who aren't or from here are so aggressive and cruel. They're not dignified and follow our rules. Like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> well, but I mean that's exactly what Hawk Frost is trying to do. Right, right. So Hawk Frost doesn't want to beat Stormfur in a fight. He wants Stormfur gone. Yeah, he wants to manipulate and he's been- this. Yes, so he's been turning his clanmates against the visitors, and Brooke's mistake with the squirrel just gave him the excuse he needed. So now he's provoked Stormfur into attacking him, so the clan would have to drive him out. Ugh. 
Part of Brambleclaw admires Hawk Frost's cunning and the force of his ambition. Now, God, Tiger- gross. I hate you so much, Brambleclaw. Tiger Star would be proud. And Brambleclaw knows that he'd never have the courage to make such a blatant power grab I like this. I need you to think about the phrase you just said before that. Could this really be part of the warrior code, he wonders? No. There's like ten rules, and you know them all. I don't know why we have such a problem interpreting it. Because there's like not like a lot of ins and outs and ifs and buts. There's like... Oh my god. Um... I know that, like, it's probably not... I... <sighs> Here's the thing. Ah, oh, man. River Clan, there's, like, two, three people in there. I'm like, ah, it's gonna su- it's gonna hurt to lose you. But if if River Clan wants to sink, sink. Whatever. I'm done with them. Like, yeah? Leopard You're Star, let- like, I'm okay. girl, girly girl. I wanted you. I wanted to... I wanted you to be the milf of my dreams. But you've done nothing but disappoint me. Um, Misty Foot, it's gonna be hard to lose you. Uh, once again, the other MILF of my dreams. Uh, Mothwing, also it's oh, gonna I be hard- Oh, I wouldn't worry too much about that one. I know. Uh, Mothwing, gonna be hard to lose you. You're an atheist after my own heart. Like, mm, girls, girlies, so sorry. This sucks. There's probably, like, uh, 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 that, uh, the medicine cat in training. Uh, I don't remember her name, but yeah, uh, ooh, bummer. Yeah, Willowpaw. Willowpaw's cool. Yeah, uh, so, like, there's, like, four of you. Uh, not including- But here's the thing. If Storm for Leafs, I think it would be best for his mental health. Like, I I care about his, like, his self-worth right now. And yeah. I kind of just want him to, I don't know what happened with the, um, like, I don't, I think there must be something going on with the tribe of Rushing Water and that's why they're not going back. I will let you know that we will not find out about that until the next series. Oh my god, that's so frustrating. Anyway, but whatever is happening there... For some reason, they left. Uh, it really seems that they're, like, not too eager to get back. Um, so I'm a little worried they can't go back. Uh, did the cave collapse? Moving on. Um, <laughs> but for you, for you, Mr. Stormfur, please, God, just go to ThunderClan. <laughs> like, just go to ThunderClan, please. And take Brooke with you. Take, maybe take the, 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 well, you can't take Leopardstar because she's decided to ride this all the way down to hell. Um, and... Let them collapse in on themselves because it's just going to be the Hawk Frost party. Because that's apparently- yeah. I mean, it could be, and it could be argued that Mistyfoot never should have gone back to River Clan after what they did to her. No, yeah, like literally, no one should be going back to River Clan because River Clan's like. I don't know why Shadow. I like. I know why Shadow Clan's painted as the bad guys, but River Clan is worse. Like, I kind of think River Clan's worse. They did have that really bad thing. But, like, why are you guys the worst, though? You have tried to kill kids. You've let yourselves be taken over by fascist dictators twice. And it keeps happening. Like, what's up, guys? Maybe we need to look inside. Why are we so Maybe evilly... we need to do some self-reflection like, in this yeah, river. Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Um, and... I, I just think, like, a baby boy, go, cut your losses and run. Like, like you. when have you ever had a warm welcome here? They've been trying to get your goat since you were literally a baby. Yeah. What could you miss? 
It's obviously not the conversation or the, the comforting presence of your friends. What friends? Your mom isn't really speaking up right now because I know Moss Pelt's still around here somewhere and she was there, you know, their foster mom. So, mom. Um, it'd be nice to hear from her, but I... I'm, I'm, I'm very anti-River Clan. Just because they just, they're not, and it sucks because it's like, I really like Leopard Star. I think she's a complex, interesting character. Um, I think men should stay away from her. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. Enough, Leopard Star calls. Mistyfoot, Blackclaw, pull them apart. Separated, they glare at each other, panting. Hawkfrost is bleeding from his belly and his side. Stormfur has no obvious wounds. Hey, that belly wound, that's how your daddy died. <laughs> Stormfur, you attacked your clanmate, Leopard Star says. She sounds deeply shocked. She says it's obvious that he's forgotten the warrior code, or it doesn't mean anything to him anymore. Pause! <laughs> Hang on. Wait, what? I'm just gonna go real quick. Defend your oh, clan. Okay. Do not hunt or trespass. Da da da. Elders, queens, oh. and kits feed them first. Prey is killed only to be eaten. God, a kit must be six moons. Whatever. Newly appointed warriors keep silent vigil. Got it. A cat cannot be made deputy without having. a... Me- Got it. The deputy will become clan leader. Da da da. Something. A gathering. Boundaries. Catlin the neglect a-, a kit. Clan leader is is the code. Yeah. Don't kill people. Don't be a kitty pet. There's nothing that says anything about beating up tools. And it's literally, we do that constantly. Oh, yeah. Half the time, our our discussions are actually just around fisticuffs. I think my hair is Yeah, that was how Firestar was welcomed into ThunderClan. Yeah, he beat the crap out of chunky little gray stripe. Well, no, long tail, long tail. Oh, yeah, he, he and Greystar had maybe too? a bit of a tussle, but oh, yeah, they have, like, yeah a little, him, him and had a bit of a like boys do apparently. Yeah. But uh, but you know, he walked into ThunderClan camp and uh, got punched by Longtail, and he punched back. And yeah. Blue Star was like, "Yeah, get it, kids." And I guess you could say, "Oh well, cl- clan leaders' word is law," but it's like, um, I don't think. Miss Girly Leopard Star is stopping people from scrapping when they're arguing. Yeah, like maybe past River Clan ca- uh, leaders have, but Leopard Star is like, get tough. This is so dumb, and I think it, I'm more I'm frustrated just because we've done this. Yeah. Well, there's genuine regret in her voice. He has to leave River Clan. There is no place for him here. His path lies with the tribe now. Go to Wing Clan. I don't know. Whatever. Just like try all the options. Just don't. <laughs> Stormfur lifts his head proudly. Very well, he says coolly. They'll go, but it's River Clan's loss, not theirs. Ooh. This isn't the same clan he once belonged to. Which is uh, no, debatable the because they also tried to kill you. They were also cool with you being killed. Like they haven't changed, bro. That's the issue. Uh, I I mean, I 
like like his father, I think Stormfur is a bit of a romantic. So maybe he was hoping, you know, after he saved oh, them yeah, that by going got on a journey. His eyes. Yeah. He's like, come on, Brooke. I'm going to show you the place I grew up. Oh, that's been destroyed. Uh, we're going to go to a different place. The better place. Oh, they absolutely still hate me. I don't know why we did this. That's why he didn't go to he didn't he didn't go to River Clan first because he knew he'd get a warmer re- welcome in Thunder Clan. Yeah, Stormfur and Brooke leave the clearing together, and Hawk Frost watches them leave triumphantly. Brambleclaw climbs back down the tree. He needs to speak to Stormfur. Wasn't he not supposed to let people know that he was doing this? I guess they're not part of the clan anymore. So whatever. He spots them heading towards the lake, heads bent and tails twined together. He catches up to them and hisses Stormfur's name. Brooke jumps, and Stormfur spins around, claws out. Brambleclaw, he said. He thought he was that mangy, crow food eating. Brooke stops him. This doesn't help. No, I think Hawkfrost should know. Stormfur asks what Brambleclaw is doing on RiverClan territory. Brambleclaw says that doesn't matter. <laughs> and he leads them to a thorn bush to talk, which I guess it doesn't, does it? Not in this situation. They just kicked yeah. you out. I mean, hey, I was sent to spy. He's like, cool, I have no loyalty, apparently, to this clan, so who am I going to tell? Do you just sit in the tree and watch River Clan a lot? I watch Hawk Frost. Okay, that explains, like, a couple things. <laughs> well, Brambleclaw saw what happened. They didn't deserve that. Stormfur snarls that Hawk Frost has been out to get him since he came back. He's afraid that if Stormfur stayed, Mistyfoot would choose him as deputy once she became leader. You hear that? Brambleclaw asks if they'll go back to the mountains. Stormfur says awkwardly that it's not possible right now. What? Is she pregnant? She's been pregnant for a while, if she is. Brambleclaw suggests that they come back to ThunderClan. Firestar would be glad to give them food and shelter, at least for the night. No. Stormfur you, says you, you want to stay for supper? You want to stay forever? I love taking everyone's <laughs> leftovers. Give me them scraps. That's how I have the strongest clan, because I am not the worst, somehow. Stormfur says they couldn't do that. It would only cause trouble for them with River Clan. So? Brambleclaw tells him that Firestar doesn't ask for other clans to approve what he does. Yeah, Come we're going to have trouble with them anyway. It's too late for them to go far before nightfall. Stormfur asks Brooke what she thinks, and Brooke presses her muzzle into Stormfur's shoulder. She tells him to decide. She'll follow him wherever he goes. Stormfur closes his eyes and sighs. They'll go back with Brambleclaw. Hey, hey, Firestar, I know you told me to get information, but I got these guys your sons your favorite son i'm only a little jealous yeah by marriage your favorite son actually yeah, says mean... yeah brambleclaw says hawkfrost had a point stormfur shouldn't have attacked him oh my god could you have could you have worded that literally any other way Stormfur knows, but Hawkfrost goaded him into it. He meant for Stormfur to attack him, and Brambleclaw knows that as well as he does. Mm-hmm. 
Brambleclaw doesn't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. In his heart, in his heart, he knows Stormfur is right. Because that's where Stormfur sits. In his heart. Yeah. But he also knows why Hawkfrost did it. Which I would say, that still doesn't make it Yeah, okay. if, if someone does, I might know why someone, like, would rob a bank. It doesn't mean I have to, like, approve of that action. Yeah. Like, ugh. Stormfur halts and faces Brambleclaw. Brambleclaw, be careful, Stormfur warns him quietly. The path he walks can only lead to trouble. Brambleclaw stares, flushed with guilt. There's no way Stormfur could know about his meetings with Tigerstar. But, like, how many more people have to tell you that that boy is trouble before you stop giving him right. the benefit of the doubt? Because I can, I'm starting to lose count. How many people have said, mm, this guy sucks? Yeah. Squirrel flight. A lot of people Leaf have pool. said that. Firestar, Misty kind Foot. of, at that last gathering. Mistyfoot also at the last gathering. Misty, yeah, very much Mistyfoot at the last gathering, and now Stormfur. Like, look at also how many- Mothwing in there, too. Yeah, Mothwing, yeah. But, like, look how many of those people are good and- tr- provenly good and trustworthy people that you care about versus this one guy. Yeah. He wonders if Stormfur realized Brambleclaw was closer to his half-brother than most cats might think. I think everyone realizes it. You literally gush over him every chance you get. Everyone knows. Like, maybe they don't know that you guys, like, meet in your dreams or whatever, which is weird. But, like, they know that you (laughs) apparently will go to bat for him when he definitely has not earned that. He has not earned this from you, Brambleclaw. Like, why are you so ride and die about him? It's embarrassing. Stormfur doesn't say anything else, but turns and continues their trek. Brambleclaw stares after him. He feels bad for Stormfur and Brooke, being cruelly driven out of their clan. But he can't believe that Hawkfrost was entirely wrong. Oh my god. If this is the best way for Hawkfrost to achieve power, doesn't that make his actions right in some way? No. No is the answer no. to that. I think we can answer that definitively no. If I trip someone because, in a race, I mean, wasn't that just the best way for me to win the race? Right? Like, maybe you don't agree with it, but he wasn't. you weren't really wrong. That doesn't, okay, no, that legitimately doesn't make sense. Driving out two people away from shelter, food, and uh, safety. Family. And family somehow equals, okay, because one guy gets a job, a job he's not guaranteed. Oh, no, not at all. No. No. Um, do we want to list the things that Tigerstar did to achieve power? He, he killed Redtail. Which I, we could just stop that list there because he killed Red. He killed a guy. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, Brambleclaw. It's it's so hard being in your head, son. It genuinely is a chore. Luckily, this will be the last book for a while that will be in Brambleclaw's head. 
Thank God, because I don't think I can do it. If <laughs> like we would need to, a couple more buffer books. <laughs> well, shall we take a break with a cat fact? Yeah, let's do it. So, something I think is fun about humans is that we like we like making little statues of little guys. You know, we do, don't we? Like, ourselves, other people, and of course, our pets. Like, we just like it. Yeah. And I've I've kind of been dipping, dipping into crafted cats again, but not quite cat art. Because um, a lot of the times, uh, what I'm kind of, like, looking at is, like, cat memorials of, like, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, it is art. So I'm good at twisting. Yeah, of course. Different. A little bit more. Um, and so, to start, um, I, this is kind of, I don't know, I don't really have, like, a theme, like, cat statues, kind of, um, but, uh, it only seems appropriate to begin with the first ever recorded pet cat with a name that we have physical proof of. Oh? So this is also technically a cat world record, um, I think I might have skipped it, uh, cause it's kind of, it was, it was hard <laughs> to get a lot of good sources of this. <laughs> like I was, this literally involved me skimming through pages and pages of archived, like plate scans. Like, uh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, it was worth it though. Um, so folks, let's go back in time. Probably the furthest back we've ever gone. Um, like so far back, I'm having trouble wrapping my brain around how long ago this was. Um, We are going to the 18th dynasty of Egypt, um, which ranged from approximately 1,550 BCE to 1,292 BCE. So about 3,571 years ago. Dang. All right. A really long time ago. Yeah. It's an incomprehensible amount of time for me. Yeah. Despite being so long ago, all you need to know is that in ancient Egypt, we still loved cats. <laughs> oh, yes. And and just a quick aside, I know that I've touched on ancient, ancient Egypt quite a bit without ever really kind of doing a deep dive. And that's mainly because I do not feel like doing a minor degrees worth of work in Egyptology for free. <laughs> um, like, there's so much about cats in ancient Egypt, but it's like... I have to, this was legitimately like I was studying (laughs) to get this info. (laughs) So I'll keep probably touching base on it um, without like fully getting into it, you know. But But you are ready to give your dissertation now, aren't you? Apparently I am. But about just this. (laughs) Um, Anyway, during this time, a tomb was built. uh, A tomb that was part of the Theban necropolis, um, which is just like a bunch of places people were buried. But it's like a big big zone for burial um this was on the west bank of the nile uh, in today's city of luxor um this necropolis unlike the valley of the kings or the valley of the queens which more folks are more like familiar with uh this housed very important folk and nobles of the time like there were some princes buried here mainly but mainly like a lot of scribes priests priestesses prophets mayors artisans like goldsmiths and carpenters along with like other roles that were like important enough and high ranking enough to get you buried here like you had to be like you had to know a guy (laughs) to be buried here you just couldn't be you know um and 
into the refu- in the tomb referred to as TT. TT stands for Thebes Tomb. Uh, so TT39, we find the resting place of Pu Emre and his two wives, Tenefert and Sensomp. Please note that these pronunciations are what I could glean from written texts. Uh, these are translated from hieroglyphs that we really don't have any equivalent to. Like, not even modern yeah. Egyptian matches what these hieroglyphs say, so we don't know what ancient Egyptians sounded like, really. I'm doing my best. And it's not out of disrespect, it's out of pure ignorance. Um, you do not have that degree yet. <laughs> so... Puemre uh, was an Egyptian noble whose role included architect and second priest of Amun, or Amun. Uh, one of his wives was also involved in religious work. Um, he was he liked both of his wives. He gave them both each like kind of their own spot. It was like this is my life with her. This is my life with her. Like so, you know, he seemed to really <laughs> be a fan of both of them equally. Um, That's great. And so we're speaking about him today because in his tomb he had eight stelae which were carved reliefs, and six of those were autobiographical. Oh. They showed him with his wives doing their duties, rece- receiving gifts, um, all sorts of important stuff that I'm sure would make sense if I, like, you know, knew anything about, like, what a a, a, a second priest of Amun or Amun does. Um, <laughs> yeah, what what is he going to put in his diary? <laughs> but, uh... One in particular, which in such poor condition, uh, the original author wrote this report that they believed to be on the relief uh, from Norman Daguerreus Davies in 1920, wasn't totally sure, but was somewhat confident, was a cat. Um, Marine, I'm going to send you a screenshot of uh, the cat. Okay. Because honestly, it took me forever to, like, I went through these scan plates from the 1920s report on this tomb uh, to find the right plate that had this relief on it, only to see this. And was like, oh, oh my god, (laughs) this, this is the cat? Oh. Uh, Alright, I don't think I'm ready, but I'll send it my way. I'm gonna trust Norman, because I am assuming he knows more about, like, what reliefs of cats look like at this time um oh oh yeah you know what no i i I see it like what else could that be because they also have some dogs and they don't look like that so no dog tails do not do that yeah so uh, uh i i trust norman and in this relief uh, Puem Ray and his wife, Sensub, are seated and receiving a bouquet of flowers in the Temple of Amon, and at their feet is basically half a cat. Like, you see the bottom shape of a cat and then their tail. That's very cat-like. Like, yeah, that's it's, like a fifth of a cat, maybe. Yeah, it's like not a lot of a cat. Um, it's not and, a lot of a cat, I, I, but that tail I'm does tell me it's a cat. the archaeologists who said it was a cat were familiar enough with how, like, cats were portrayed in uh, this time and, like, in these kind of tombs. Yeah. Um, but in the report, there was, like, a question mark by the word cat. So, but whatever. It's a cat. We said it's a cat. Um, if if I saw this butt, I would say that's a cat butt. Yeah. So, uh, I, as, a, as a cat expert, kind of, I agree. And there were other, there were other animals, and I don't think any of them really fit, like, this shape. Anyway. Yeah, like, the only other thing I feel like it could be is, like, maybe a monkey. 
the the monkeys look totally different. They stand a different way. There you go. Cat it is. Because there were some better preserved monkeys. Um, All right. Anyway, moving on. Most importantly, not only was this cat important enough to uh, Puemre's, like, life that he had this up on his tomb um, with him and his wives, uh, it also had a name. Because we know this because there were some hieroglyphs by it. Um, and please, God, no, like, promises that this is how this is pronounced. There's actually, like, multiple spellings because, like, they don't really know what it was supposed to, uh, like, directly translate. Uh, but this cat was named Nojem or Nedjem, which roughly translates into sweet-tempered one or pleasant Oh, right. It was a sweet <laughs> like, kitty kitty. I just like that we as humans have been calling our pets like baby sweetie, like since the beginning <laughs> of time. Like baby, baby, baby. Like, oh, this is my sweetie, sweet, sweet. Like this is this is my nice little cat. Like, oh. Um and like people have been loving their cats forever. So for now, uh Nojem is the earliest named cat that we have record of. Um, and that, and it's proof that we have loved cats for a very, very long time. Enough that after we passed away, we're like, put, put my sweet baby on the wall with me and my wife as we're doing our priestly duties. I need people to know. Which, yeah, if, if I had a wall like that, my gal would be there. And also that kitty has a a Guinness uh, world record for being the earliest cat with a name. Congratulations to them. All right. The sun has set by the time they get back to camp. They go straight to Firestar's den. Continuing to be forced to have a bad day with this guy. Yeah. Firestar is already curled up in his nest. And he's about to ask Brambleclaw how the mission was when he sees Stormfur and Brooke. Firestar asks if there's a problem in RiverClan. You could put it that way. Because Hawk Frost is the problem in River Clan. <laughs> there is a problem. His name is Hawk Frost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brambleclaw tells Firestar what happened, and Firestar tells him that he did the right thing. He tells Brooke and Stormfur that they are welcome to stay as long as they want. Stormfur says they thought just for the night. But Firestar tells him that it is up to him. They deserve the time to decide what they want to do. Do you want to stay for dinner? Do you want to stay forever? I think I already made that Just joke. Just keep quoting Mulan, please. I'm going to. But only the same quote over exactly. and over. But honestly, that is strong Firestar energy right now. That's a summary of Firestar as a leader. Ah, uh, yeah, basically, basically. That was like somewhat like Blue Star like was like, I'm going to take a chance on this kid and let him stay. And he's like, I'm going to make this my personality. <laughs> and you know what? We get some good warriors from that. Mm-hmm. Well, ThunderClan owes them that much, at least from all of their help. Thank you, Stormfur says. They were pretty useful. Yeah. I mean, they kind of like fed the whole clan while they were like half dead. Yeah. Like, uh, not just useful, they were genuinely very kind to them when they were like, oh, cool, wow, we're going to have a bad time, we're going to go keep going (laughs) and leave. Well, Brooke adds that Firestar doesn't know how much this means to them. 
and Brambleclaw thinks it's pretty obvious that Firestar would be quite happy to welcome Stormfur and Brook into Thunderclan permanently. Not everyone thinks and, like you, you Machiavellian little creep. Well, as much as Brambleclaw likes them, he wonders if it's the right decision. What about the rest of the clan? And how would RiverClan react when they found out? RiverClan can go kick rocks. Like, what do you mean the on rest the river of the bank. clan? The rest of the clan, like, oh my god, these really great people who have made sure we didn't die and we had enough food? Cool. Yeah, I'm sure that's not going to be a problem at all. Oh, god. Well, Firestar tells Brambleclaw to take them to get something to eat and then find them a place to sleep. They'll talk more in the morning. They eat, and Brambleclaw leads them to the warrior's den. Brambleclaw is able to find them some empty space. Squirrelflight spots them. She greets Stormfur and Brooke. What are they doing here? And her voice is friendly. Brambleclaw says he'll tell her after they get Stormfur and Brooke settled in. I forget they're still dating. And once he does... Huh? I forget they're still dating. Can you dump him again, Squirrelflight? <laughs> Once Brambleclaw gets them settled, he settles down next to Squirrelflight and tells her about his day. Squirrelflight wishes she could have been there. She would have shredded Hawkfrost's ears. God, I wish she would have been there. Not too. in the middle of RiverClan camp, you wouldn't, Brambleclaw says. Yeah. Squirrelflight flexes her claws. Hawkfrost better stay out of her way. That's all she'll say about that. You don't deserve her. <laughs> he really doesn't. He really well, she asks if Brambleclaw thinks they'll stay. Brambleclaw hopes so. ThunderClan needs good warriors. Squirrelflight agrees. RiverClan's loss is their gain. She licked Brambleclaw's ears gently, and the warm, rhythmic strokes were the last thing he felt when he drifted to sleep. It's dawn when Brambleclaw wakes. Darn it kind of wanted your dad to smother you in your sleep because he has a new favorite son. Nope. It is dawn. At least we didn't have to Sandstorm. hang out with daddy. Yeah, thank goodness. Sandstorm is organizing patrols. Brambleclaw suggests that she take Stormfur and Brooke on the dawn patrol. It would be a good way for them to start learning the territory. As Dustpelt asks, oh. <laughs> what does he mean, learn the territory? He thought they were just staying the night. Brambleclaw says nothing has been decided yet. And he wishes he had been more tactful or, you know, that Dustpelt hadn't overheard him. No, you should be more tactful, like in everything. <laughs> yes, just in general, but also with that one, um, Dustpelt is probably the problem here. Yeah, but Dustpelt, like, is usually the one who has to, like, say something. And to be fair... That's true. Ha have have they really decided if they're going to stay or not? So I don't really blame Dustpelt for being like, wait, what? That's fair. Because I, I, I would feel weird about someone who... I know I'm giving Dustpelt a lot of benefit right now, but like someone who <laughs> just came from an enemy camp. It's like, why do they need to well, know? Well, I mean, he's met them once. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed with them. They were very hospitable. Right, but also that doesn't mean that you get to know all our secrets where we pee. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I feel like Dustpelt's yeah. just kind of like, wait, why are we showing these people who are just show, like, why are we giving them a full... I have I have, a, I have my secret place that I go to think my thoughts. Why are 
to go be like, oh, I'm such a good dad. Like, why? I don't want to show them I've that. Inv- I've invited these guests over who say they're just going to spend the night, but I'm giving them copies of all my keys. Right. Well, Sandstorm says it doesn't matter. They're here. They may as well make themselves useful. Uh, Sandstorm grabs Stormfur and Brooke, and they head out with Dustpelt on the Dawn Patrol. Brambleclaw goes hunting with Squirrel Flight, Cloudtail, and Brightheart. When they get back from their hunting patrol, there's more cats around the clearing than usual. They look like they're waiting for something. Squirrelflight asks Brackenfur what's happening. Mousefur just called a clan meeting, Brackenfur says. Mousefur called a clan meeting, Brambleclaw asks. My god, I Can she do it? Can she do that? Uh, there is not, once again, there's nowhere in the rule book that says uh, uh, a spiteful old granny can't be like, I have something to say. She's done it. <laughs> I don't Doesn't know where fire she started, is... but he's not stopping it. Oh, good. Cloudtail says, just what we need, more trouble. Brightheart is going to go see if Leafpool knows anything about this. And Cloudtail follows her. You've made all the... What are you talking about, trouble? You have been the trouble, Cloudtail. Mousefur is standing beneath the high ledge. Dustpelt is with her. Both of them look angry. Squirrelflight says she doesn't know what this is about, but she can guess. So can I, Brambleclaw says, glancing at Brooke and Stormfur by the entrance. And he doesn't know if they're reluctant to join a clan meeting that, you know, they're technically not Thunder Clan, or if they wanted to have an easy escape if things turned ugly. Probably be, bro. You saw what happened to them yesterday. Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight go to them. Brambleclaw asks if they're okay. Did any cat say anything to them? Brooke shakes her head. They're fine, but her eyes give away her distress. Stormfur says they had a great patrol this morning. Sandstorm was friendly, and Dustpelt... Well, Dustpelt is rude to everyone, so you don't really notice. But when they got back, cats were glaring at them. Dustpelt went to the Elder's Den, and then Mousefur called this meeting. Firestar! Firestar! Mousefur yowls from across the clearing. So, we will leave it at that. We're gonna have a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I like. I know what it's next gonna, episode. I know it's gonna be about these two, but I wish it was about something else. Like I wish it was something else. Like you know, I wish some other drama would happen because it's getting kind of boring and repetitive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get it. It's like, oh, uh, what are you gonna do with these cats? And they haven't told us why they can't go home. And it is kind of weird that they aren't... They, it's, it is weird that they're just like, Hey guys, we're here. Are you guys visiting? Uh, uh, are you staying? Uh, like, come on. You gotta... <laughs> like, you can't just do that. That is weird. But also... Like, ugh. We, I, and I get... But here's the thing. I also... I'm I'm not saying I'm not... I'm on Mouse First Side, but... Do now have also Daisy, who is an adult cat that we're trying to like get cut up to speed back again. It is great that we got kits, but but I also have like less of an issue with Brooke and uh, um, Stormford 
like coming to Thunder Clan because like they can they can take care of themselves. Like yeah, nope. Yeah, they can't really fight. Nothing. She can learn. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing against Daisy. Daisy's great. Um, she she has her own stuff. She does, but Stormfur obviously knows the ways of the clan. He is half Thunder Clan. So and, and I feel like Brooke and, can yeah. learn pretty quickly. I don't think she's like she's willing to learn. Like Daisy, I feel like Daisy's like kind of like oh. yeah. <laughs> Fighting might not be her forte, but honestly, how often do they fight versus hunt? Hunting is an everyday thing. Yeah. Fighting is a usually in ThunderClan. Oh, I hope we don't have to do this, but I guess we're doing it's this like a once a week, and she'll learn. <laughs> she might not be. As skilled as Brambleclaw and Hawkfrost, of course. But, um, <laughs> you know. I, sh- I, I believe Brooke could throw a punch right now. Yeah. I know. I do think it's hilarious that Mousefur is doing this because she is very funny. <laughs> so. Can, can she do that? Well, she's done it. Like, it's <laughs> happening, so. <laughs> We can't go back now. And she is getting the leader. She's not just like she's not pulling a hawk frost and trying to tell people. Right. What she's to saying think. this needs to be addressed. We can't just like let things happen in the clamp and you don't tell anyone, Firestar. Yeah. Because you do that like kind of often, man. Can we not? Yeah. But uh, maybe there's a maybe there's an underlying reason as to why uh, mouse fur and dust pelt are feeling a little insecure. And we can explore that a little next, uh, next episode. Yeah. All right, everyone. If you want to explore your insecurities, <laughs> follow us on Instagram or Twitter at WCWITcast. Uh, and you can shoot us an email at WCWITcast.gmail.com. And folks, remember, if you want to submit a question for our 200th episode uh fill out the form that is linked that is going to be open until the 15th of march um so do not delay do not tarry you must get it in quickly um just kidding but you can think about it a little bit (laughs) um um and if you want some ideas or questions to ask we do have a couple bonus episodes from way back when where we answered some questions um but you know things have changed we've forgotten what questions were asked then so (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I forget what we said last episode. Exactly. So. Um, anyway. I get texts from people referencing something that we've said, and I'm like, That was what? funny. <laughs> I laugh at our jokes, because I forget as soon as it comes out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> right, though? Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so fill out that form. And if you want to help out the podcast, a uh, great way to do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey. Um... Do you want to hear Brenna get just, like, really frustrated about repetitive plot points? Hey, do you want to see the biggest tool around the lake get beat up, finally? Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? <laughs> Thank you.